Number 60. The FIFA Ramble. Podcast number 60. Oh, we got the 60. I have no idea. Just 60. Just pure force, isn't it? Just pure unbridled yeah, I mean, football. Because there's enough football to talk about. ourselves on people. <laughs> With consent. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, for the most part. Well, yeah, pretty yeah. Much. Um, yeah, we're going to be chatting lots, but we just wanted to lead in by also just saying thank you to our sponsor this week. Our sponsor. We just, I just want to take a minute to appreciate... Just a minute. You know, just to say, you know, following the, the, the tragic events um, in London recently, obviously it was, it was Bonfire Night or Guy Fawkes. Mm-hmm. For those uh, traditionalists. On the fifth, I think it was. Wasn't the it? Fifth. On the fifth. It usually is. I'll usually. have to double check, make sure it was this year. Um, but Sting has teamed up with Gary's Records uh, this week, following the the troubling news of small animals being tied to fireworks um, in the London boroughs. A couple of. I didn't know Sting was going to be. You've mentioned it before. Um, so Sting and Gary's records. Hi, it's Sting here. You know, I was deeply affected by the London fireworks disaster this year, which saw inner city youths launch small animals into the sky. It's seen hundreds of pet shops close in London this week, and the clear-up job is messy and horrific. So I teamed up with Gary to create a safety fireworks album. A quarter of every sale will fund a safer bonfire night next year, featuring such hits as Firework. month to write that one but this one is a more personal story this one shows the warnings of breathing in smoke if you stand too close to a bonfire had me meet an English man who had a sparkler in his hand and it got me thinking how a sparkler's made I don't know how they make sparklers they're like a weird incense stick coated with something that's flammable my dear probably made by Englishmen whoa what sparkler how do they make sparklers? How do they make a sparkler? I'll get even more personal on the final track. I suffered an injury many years ago when I was a little boy, when I got a little bit too close to the bonfire and the firework display. I was almost unrecognisable, but the doctors did a wonderful job. Just to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's it really. Big thanks to Gary Records for putting out this safety album. Remember, a quarter of which will go into a fund that will make next year's bonfire night even safer. I'm Sting. I'm off to do some yoga now. Thanks, Sting. Thanks, Sting. Um, Gary's Gary's Records Records are sponsoring this week's number 60 of the FIFA Ramble podcast. Uh, Manchester United. Do you want to go to Manchester United Bournemouth? Yeah, let's talk, enjoy that talk game? about the game. I did. Is that one of your favourite games? Yeah, it was. Look, Man United have Lucky. struggled. Yeah, well, again, I think it was. I'm not sure if it was luck or if it was just Man United. This revival, we hinted at it last week, where we said they've they've had a strange sort of revival feel about them since that Newcastle game they sort of turned around slightly I know they lost to Juve but it was very it was contested that game um, Bournemouth have been on fire they've been we've talked about Bournemouth's rise or like good yeah, form they've recently. been really good they won't hold, hold, hold out with this, this well, form uh, but yeah. I just enjoy watching them they were this, purple this year's Leicester after Watford turned out not to be Always the Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, everyone's going to be yeah, forever. Convinced. It was. It used to be. That's how good it's the parlance of our time. That's yeah. how it's going to be referred to as. Yeah, you know it's it's, but what United did was just was stop that from you know they went one 0 down, and they ended up winning two one and it had to be Rashford that scored the winner because he was the one that was getting the treatment and look now what we're looking at in the league is Man United have picked up ten points from the possible twelve. That are available. That's good form on anyone's by anyone's standards. Yep. Liverpool have won three games in the last nine. They've ridden out the storm. Of, yeah. So now United have got Juventus. They're playing as we speak, as we record this. They're playing now. Yeah. We have no idea what the scores are. Um, and then they've got Man City on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So look, they've got a big week ahead of them. However, they are going into it in good form. But the one thing which I suppose. The bigger issue, if it, if you were, is is Mourinho and his state of mind, as it were. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, which is it looked really shaky at times, and if it looks fragile, he's, didn't it? it looked, he, he's had he's shown terrific mental strength the mm-hmm. last couple. He's rode, rode out of a, a hell of a, a a storm. Yeah, with 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 uh, with the press, and you just want to see how detrimental that it actually was on only yeah. him but the players around him because that was a real pressure cooker which all rotated itself on the, on the whole and it wasn't good for the club but we no were, it wasn't remember it was. what was it like this is how fickle it was what was it like four weeks ago five weeks ago when we were like stating how poisonous and how toxic um, like negative reaction is especially with pundits and like, yeah. that's how quickly things go isn't it that's how quick it goes yeah it does I mean look, we've, we've been saying all along it's we we never bought into the media around it. Mm-hmm. We never decided, oh, they're in crisis. We never, never fueled the fire. No, we didn't. We didn't. No, um, we just decided that we were going to judge it as. Yeah. We've what, always in, been, been in defence of Mourinho. We've been in defence of Mourinho, and I think that what we both recognised, and Mitch, you, yeah, he's not here. No longer with us. No longer this week. This week, um, he we've we've recognised the human aspect in all of this, and that's the thing that gets lost Always in a lot forgotten. of this. It's just they talk about the manager and 
the club and there is it's it's almost like everybody forgets when these things are happening look i'm a man united fan and there's no doubt that the results were poor mm-hmm. you know they were for a long time I but think you're a stoic. You... You're a stoic uh, Man United fan, like you said. You have the ability to let it wash over you. It's not as good as you want it to be, but I'm not. But I'm still a Man United. Look, I've always said this: uh, one bad result won't ruin my weekend. Six bad results won't ruin my month. It's just a football match, and if they, because I support Man United, whether we're first in the Premier League or twenty second in League Two. Same with Arsenal. Same, yeah. with, same, same, same with, with any right-minded any football, football fan. fan. So the result, yes, it would annoy me. However, it's so almost irrelevant to me because as much as I do want them to win, I'm going to continue to support this football club for the rest of my life. And regardless of where they are, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they, you know, nod to the future of where we're going with this podcast, but, you know, they, they may not, their future may lay outside England, you know. Um, but... Look, look, they're just getting results, not in the previous They're ways. getting great results. That's um, the thing, and they, the media aren't talking they about were very, it. They were lumbering, they, look, they looked really Do you want to slow. I would say, sort of harking back to you saying about it being lucky, yep. I said, after the game, we tweeted out, Man United, on the, on the whole, Man United probably didn't deserve, across 90 minutes, probably didn't deserve the win. However... Do you only get two points if you get a win but don't deserve it? Look, do you if you deserve things a go draw, so fast now? Lose, you get you a don't, point. You're yeah. not going to remember. It doesn't matter. Like no, that's, it doesn't matter. That's All how any any team operates. Is six months time, those no those one nils. It doesn't matter. No, six I months time, no one will go. Did Man United win? Deserve to win? It doesn't matter. They got the three points, and now yeah. we find ourselves in a position where actually I think we're only a few points off fourth. I think we're about four points off fourth, something like that. I'm not sure of the actual. So a little shout out again to Paul Pogba, who's who's found form, uh, who's who's performing very yeah, nicely. Yeah, I'd there. argue that Paul Pogba himself has he gets he gets the brunt of it Gone because through. he's easy target. Yeah, that's what we've always said. This he's he's an easy target, and, and then no again, one recognizes everything else. Yeah, it's the, I think it's the same with um, Rashford. It's the same with Lukaku recently as well. It's like they just go through the go through the mill. They yeah. just they just run through it. And you saw the amount of pressure which uh, came through when Rash when Rashford got on that uh, that winner winning goal. Yeah. Let's give a lot of credit to uh, Bournemouth as well because they the way they were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, they're can through I just, the, Can I do through, one shout out for Bournemouth? With the shower button. We've never really shout out button. Shout out. There you go. Um, Lerma, in the middle. Yeah. He. I haven't spoken about him at all this season. He was, I thought he was exceptional against United, and he did that job to the, he does that, <clears throat> he, he's a hard tackling, strong central midfielder from South America. You know, he's, he, can, he comes in, his job is to win the ball and pass it to someone else. Mm-hmm. That's his job. They're the players that do not get plaudits until they're about to retire. That sort of mould, I'm not, yeah. Saying he's no, super, however, he's doing a job that's unfashionable and he's doing it well. And he I, did very well against United. Out of the Bournemouth players, no, obviously Ryan Fraser. Yeah. Probably should have scored that when he took it. Fraser should pass. have. Yeah, yeah. A few Fraser times. should have. I uh, like Wilson him. should have got more than one. I think he's one of those yeah, yes, yes, short and snappy technical there. players. That was great. Stanislas, when, he, when he's, yeah. when he's um, functional, that's all good. And uh, Callum Wilson, obviously, uh, is a snap, sharp finisher. So... Yeah, I think that'll, that'll round up our little, little, little bit there. Yeah, all right, cool. On that. Mourinho, we support you, mate. We do. Yeah, Jose, call us. Call us. 
This is a great podcast. Really, 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 really quickly, I want to just tap into That's the... really quick. I know, it's pretty quick. That's but pretty now quick. I've said really quick enough, then it's not really quick, because we're talking we're about the quickness. We're slowing it down by talking about really how quick quickly. it's going to be. Let's just, let's just roll back a little bit okay. and just go across, across Manchester yeah. and see what's happening at Manchester City, no, where no. they're just dominating. They're just dominating. Right no. now, they've got, their, they've got themselves Do you know what together. they're not doing? They're oh. not telling players to foul... That's what Pep said. He would never tell a player to foul. Because Gary Neville, do you see this furor about him? A furor. Um, no, I haven't seen that. Gary Neville, I think it was Gary Neville. Yeah, it must have been. Said that they were very good at tactical fouls. And As Pep, in all Pep teams have been yeah, that way. But Pep Guardiola was put this in an interview, in a press conference, and he said, I would never tell a player to foul. The problem for Pep is that they've just released a documentary series on Amazon Prime. And in that documentary series, he's filmed telling them to foul. But this is spin. It was great. This is what you have to do, you know. If you're They're not, certainly not doing it. You've just got to be Trump, haven't you? Yeah, no, I just love the fact that Great. he literally said, I'd never tell my players to do that. Yeah. Bet you were filmed. But that's the way things yeah. work. And you've got to protect yourself and protect those players. But like, yeah. he's done this with every single winning team that he's had yeah. it's just like it's a Barcelona-esque sort of way so your best gets Bis- career Busquets is still doing that now Busquets is the best yeah so it's just that mentality yeah. one of the interesting things obviously there's Sterling getting credit for yeah. being Sterling now and being useful but it's just that Pep system that's just wiping people aside with, with how wide they are wide they span and how they attack to be fair they were playing a really limp Southampton team Flaccid. It was it was beyond flaccid, wasn't it? There was, it was no beyond. there was no blood in there. There's no hope for that at no. all. I mean, not even doctors. Like a, yeah, it's like a balloon. Luckily for me, and luckily for Southampton fans at the minute, I tipped them. Remember, I tipped them last year for relegation last season. You did. Back in the day, I said, and they were about twelfth at the time, and I said, I reckon they're going to go down, and they nearly did, and I was gutted because I was like, I could have been. Re- I tipped them for relegation right from the start in our preview show this year. And Mark Hughes is certainly it's just Mark doing Hughes. a good job. He's doing a fantastic job. It's just beyond, beyond uh, repair now, I think. It's just a matter of when. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention yeah. is um, the amount of small mini technical players which have come to notoriety recently. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a, a really good little study about mm-hmm. those short, snappy players who just get in amongst it. And I think it's a, com- a completely different view of how Man United actually work as well with yeah no matter like the the giants yeah exactly small Pogba when I saw him live right up close I was about two rows I was about two rows from the pitch and he came right up to the audience he was huge I can believe it but uh, and this is a direct direct sort of shout out mm-hmm. shout out button shout out um, to those people who say it doesn't count unless it's in the Premier League the Premier League's the best league in the world I don't watch any football unless it's the Premier League or the Champions League so basically now what's happening is you're watching the Premier League change the way they're focusing on technical players Yeah. so even English players because look at the England squad now he plays on the fringes of it uh, Hughes at Watford evolution Phil Foden at Man City the younger players Sancho you know um, Reese Nelson these yep. young players now the Premier League is now taking notice of this and the Premier it's getting more and more in the media that oh, the smaller technical players are coming to the forefront 
I would address those people who say, who only watch the Premier League, who won't watch Syria, who won't watch La Liga, who won't watch Liga and so on, and say, all of those leagues have been focusing on the smaller technical players for years. So like Arsenal as well. Yeah, so years. So basically what now is happening is the Premier League, the apparent best league in the world, I don't believe it is, it's just got the most money, um, they are now catching up to where Syria has been for 15 years. <clears throat> well, Andrea Pirlo. Yeah. Okay. Javi. It's a, it's, a, it's a different type of player though. And, do you, like, this is a little link in in a minute, right? Yeah. Uh, the link in is when, like, basically when you've got little, little snappy, jinky players, yeah, who yeah. are in the box and that you, you can't touch them because yeah. they're so quick. Yeah. And it's a tough, sort of hard defender, like one of the best defenders. Ooh, is probably, I think I know where you go with this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. So when, like, they, they're sort of, you've got to be really sure of how you defend. Yeah. And we see it now because there's a load more um, penalties being taken. There's a lot more goal action. And mm-hmm. like, as we've seen, when you've got really technically astute players coming at you, the, if we look at Man City model, we've got uh, Aguero who is just a little bulldog when he, when he, when he loses the ball. I mean, he was just dancing all the way through. Southampton aren't, aren't a good example of this because they were no. absolute trash. But look, look, hang on, before, because again... Bernardo Silva. Like, David Southampton Silva. were poor, but yeah. Man City were brilliant. Yeah, and then you've got, like, Sterling flying at you. Sterling, yeah. It's just, like, wow, okay. That, that new type of player. Imagine what it's going to be like when VAR comes in. yeah. Because other, t- other leagues have adapted and we went on this rant when it was the World Cup. It's another example of the Premier League being behind the times in But it is football. evolving right in front of our eyes and the, the, the type of players are coming through which are in that, that mould. So football is changing on that Yeah, it's, it's the problem that you have though is that the Premier League is now going, oh, what if we had adopted it? And there's, yeah, there's, there's that arrogance yep. of, oh, we want more testing on it. Fair enough. However, it's you, being used you in are behind. all of these leagues. You're right now you're one behind working. everyone. It's right good now. enough for the World Cup, but it's not good enough for Bournemouth versus Huddersfield. All right. Mm-hmm. And we've already right. seen, like, we're 11 games in and we've already seen instances yeah. of, like, w- w- what, what do we do? Yeah. Like, oh, um, that's, that's been given. This hasn't. It's so it's just, it's that happening. will transform the landscape even more. But with those type of players moving forward, every, every club has yeah. to be aware and there's got to be a new, new wave of. Yeah. Um, of defending because the other thing which happened and it happened um, in the Spurs game actually with um, that Argentine defender, a twenty-year-old defender, Foyth. Foyth, yeah, he just got called called. He said it's great. Out. He said it's great. He just got called out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But it's that it's that mentality of being too rough and yeah. and, and putting putting a foot in where you didn't have to, like twice. And there was two examples, and it almost like bit him in the bum. Yeah. So that's a, that's just a little example. But um, can we before we uh, before we move on? Can I just say Aguero, hundred and fifty goals. Can I just say? Do you know the other two are? Shearer. Hundred and fifty goals for one club. Mm. Who is it? Rooney and Omri. Rooney. Mm. The only player to get to one hundred and fifty in the Premier League era quicker. Was Shearer and he did it in a so surely you'd have to say now that Aguero is one of the best strikers. Oh, yeah, he's definitely one of the best. He's one of the best strikers. We've always the only part you reckon he's the best player in the Premier League. I don't. I reckon he's he's one of the best strikers to ever grace football. Yeah. However, I still say De Bruyne is a better footballer. 
Okay, well, I think time will tell Let's test time will tell Let's Let's Yeah, let's do Guys, I know you're like me, and you're always on your feet. Yeah? Mm. Yeah? Yeah. I think we all need protection. Yeah, well, I tend to agree, but is that possible? It is possible, with McGregor's fungal foot powder, yeah, which we are that. happy to announce. We are partners and sponsors. That is McGregor's fungal foot powder. I think we should all use it. I, I'm, I'm yeah. going to give it a go right now. Yeah. Okay, here. Have some McGregor's foot powder. Let's give it a whirl. Let's do it. Let's give it a whirl. McGregor's. You can trust the McGregor's. Trust the McGregor's. Let's move forward. Let's, let's, let's chat move. Arsenal. Let's move Should forward. Chat, quite chat like Arsenal. the club have done themselves. Should we chat Arsenal-Liverpool? It was a great game. It was wonderful, wasn't it? I loved it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Um, can I just... Six months ago... Yeah. Uh, let me do some maths. Well, like three weeks ago. No, hang on. There's a, no. Say, right, let's go back Too to... Long division. Okay, let's, what are we now? November, uh, January. Let's do 10 months ago. Okay. Yeah? Arsenal would have lost that game. You can't, that's, that's preposterous. No, you would have. Because. Preposterous. No, it's a, I'm making a, this is a, uh, this is a positive point that I'm making about Arsenal. Um, the changes that Unai Emery has brought into that club, the changes not just on the pitch, forget all of that, mm-hmm. in the mentality yep. of this club, he has, he has come in and done, I'll say something and then I'll get hammered for it by Man United fans, but I'll say it regardless. Okay. He has come in and done what, did what Moyes has f- failed to. Yeah? He's taken over from a long-standing, uh, the longest, you know, very long-serving manager, successful manager of a club, and he's come in and he's gone, right, we're doing this. It's just and important it's to, to, to point out that Arsene Wenger is the architect who laid the foundation for this to happen. It is. But then we need to give maximum credit for Unai Emery's vision and how he's, how he's got everyone on board. And it just yeah. shows you, like we've mentioned time and time before, how much mentality matters. Sorry, Chelsea. How massive is that? He knows his football. He knows what he wants from players, and people—they're willing to respect the vision and buy into it. If you buy into a brand, if you buy into a a brand of football, which we talk about all the time, not many, not many managers actually have that. Can I? That respect. The the thing which I like—he's changed. They've been brilliant this season. Arsenal are my favorite. Arsenal and Chelsea are my favorite two teams to watch in the Premier League this season. The Ramsey goal, Meza like booming away. You've got Lacazette. The third goal in Leicester is still my goal. Absolutely, yeah, and it is. It's, it's like that is that was like they were brilliant. But my fun. biggest thing, and as I said, again nine months ago, you would have lost that game. Because Arsene Wenger, yes, he had been successful. Yes, he had done mm-hmm. all of this stuff. However, there is absolutely no denying, because the seasons and some of the results speak for themselves, there was this thing at Arsenal, which, rightly or wrongly, was when it got very tough, they stopped putting their foot in, in tackles. They stopped mm-hmm. winning 50-50s. They, they didn't press as high. They it's didn't. also a testament that the players have come in and settled like Torreira, yeah. who's a fa- fabulous but player, so important. But you see what I mean? They, they yeah. was, there wasn't that fight. But they've always so had that. it almost is a... When, they, when Arsenal, like I say, say this game was when Wenger was in charge in January, if it had happened then, I genuinely think what would have happened, they, they, Liverpool would have scored and then there would have been this almost 
malaise that uh, went over this the This game is still could have gone either way. You have Van Dijk in the post. Unai had, Emery will get had... that squad into the Champions League. Yeah. Arsene Wenger wouldn't have. But that's, you know what, that's I think what comes the in the change of the guard. Because, well, do you know what I think the biggest change on this is? Is that Unai Emery coaches. He's a coach. As in, and Wenger wasn't. Now, Alex Ferguson wasn't a, co- a coach. He was a manager. There's lots of... Brian Clough was never a coach. Mm-hmm. I know we're talking different eras. Brian Clough's idea of coaching was that he took them for a walk by the Trent River. Mm-hmm. You know, and go for, if they annoyed him, he'd make them play hide-and-seek. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. He'd hide-and-seek in the stadium. And that's their training. Um, but it worked. And it worked for Wenger. It stopped working. But I genuinely think that was because of players now I think Unai Emery's coming in do you think it's a mixture of the two with, with players with, with those tactical minds I just also think that that squad you, the Arsenal squad has got so many superbly talented technical players that when you have them on one hand like Meza Ozil orchestrate yes but, and but, then you have but, someone who one is a manager but is also a coach so he can say I want you to do this but not only I want you to do this but also this is how you are going to do it yes yeah. It works wonders. I'm a massive fan of Arsenal. I always have been. I think they're a great club and they're always beautiful to watch. But what is nice now is someone is saying, this is what I would like you to do and this is how you are going to achieve it. And they're responding to that. Hold up. We... Hi, I'm Sydney. And when I'm not playing the flute, I'm listening to the FIFA Ramble. This is my flute mix. Twenty minutes. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. I could talk about it. Be. Let's yeah. go. But yeah, Unai's vision is coming to Unai's done really and those well. new ideas are absolutely brilliant to see. Like I said, goal, Aubameyang working together, and like Rob Holding coming to fruition as well, which is a real positive. Yeah, Leno well. doing well. Okay, that's enough Arsenal Levin now. Let's let's go down to the Liverpool section. Uh, also a good team but they're in a state of um... can I have a little bit more of an Arsenal 11 just two seconds let's do it just one thing that happened in the game but it happened a few times Awobi yep would kept down he would be coming down the left hand side and he did this for the Lacazette goal which was stunning and he kept coming down the right and he'd cut in and as he'd cut in whoever was in front of him would pull out into the space at the left ahead of him and as he's coming, cutting inside, mm-hmm. he'd play a pass behind him, across into the direction he was originally going. And it would split the defence apart, time after time. He played that ball about three or four times, and every time it just made me go, oh my God, that's a beautiful ball. Yeah. He'd just cut in and play it back down into his... So the ball would travel in the direction you were expecting him to go, but he would go the other way. He was unbelievable, and he played that pass to Lacazette, and Lacazette, to get that finish, he made it look easy. But when you watch it back, especially from the camera from behind the goal... He knew exactly what he was going to do straight away. Ridiculous angle. Yeah. And with, with Alisson coming out to get it, and he turned around, he had three Liverpool defenders between him and the goal, and he got it exactly right. It was a stunning goal. It was, it was beautiful. Perfect, but it yeah. all set up from a Wobie. And Awobi was magnificent. He was very good. He was very good. Torreira was very good too. But this is the importance of Torreira in that midfield. Yeah. Like, 
the Ramsey situation, I'm, I'm pretty concerned with, but like, it, might, it might not be a bad thing that he moves on, because if it turns into him to get a bit displacement again, mm. like when he signs a new contract, then so be it. Like maybe he needs another kick in another direction. Yeah. But he's a wonderful player and he scored, if not the goal of the season so far, even if we're 11 games in. Yeah. Big shout out button. Boop. Boom. Uh, just going to do Virgil. Yeah, Van Dyke's been good. The Virgil Van Dyke. Tall player, very dominant. Much needed in Liverpool, yeah. even though Liverpool are in free fall right now, and they mm. lost the Red Star Rugby this week. Uh, I don't. They need. They need. Three they need two positives right now. Yeah. They need two positives right now. But again, I'm amazed. They got one hell of a positive on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, they got a very good fixture coming out. You know, very it's, good. it's. Look, they they played and really Mane good football. Probably should have confirmed that as a win because Mane did play very well. Yeah, he did. Uh, Salah always always decent enough um, but apart from that Elman popping up when that ball fell in that position yeah you knew someone was you happened. would I was what when you watch it back now you just think out of every single player in that Liverpool side there is no one you want on the end of that more than James Milner out of the box, he's just gonna hit it, and it's gonna be on target. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna aim for the top corner. He's not gonna try and chip. He's not gonna do anything fanciful. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna put his laces behind it. Yeah. And score a goal. Yeah. I think uh, both managers should have been happy with that. Uh, Unai, oh, it was again, a fair result. As in lost, yes, yeah. So it was all good. There. It was definitely a fair result. Uh, yeah, and it could have gone either way. So yeah. a wonderful little game. We're lovely lovely game. There, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why every they, we can't find any hairy footballers? No, because I've been looking for so long and I can't find any hairy we footballers. We've been for ages. The footballers are just like porpoises. It's ridiculous. They're too there's smooth no for my liking. Sides, it makes there. me feel uncomfortable. I want there's to see no some hair. There's no hairy chest. There's no hairy shins. There's no hairy knees. I haven't seen a hairy neck. There's nothing. Nothing. Not even in Russia. It if didn't you, happen. If you find one, let us know. The World Cup. But do you know why? Why? What's it, Chiban? It's Southwest Japan's best hair loss cream. It's been voted number one. Is that how they get hairy footballers? No, this is why. This is why, why they're they are, hair. Yeah, Ichiban. The Premier League is powered by Ichiban. I've cracked their codes. Tell me what Ichiban does again. Ichiban removes every last hair on your body within three minutes, without fail. Have you tried Ichiban? No, but I certainly will now. You should. All of us at the Ramble use Ichiban hair removal cream. It works all the time, at least some of the time. And, oh yeah, so we've got a podcast as well. Come, yeah. come and listen, it's the FIFA Ramble. Come and listen. Or, or don't, it's up to you. I'll leave it Ichiban. to you. Ichiban. It... Cardiff City. Cardiff City, Cardiff City, Cardiff City, Leicester. Cardiff City, we're at home. A very sombre atmosphere, it one was... which uh, I haven't seen the likes of for a while. It seemed to be a, so a, such an emotional game, one of the more emotive games that I've 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 seen. Uh, yeah. With 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 uh, how the mindset of the Leicester players are and all the Leicester fans and the amount of respect uh, for the for the chairman uh, who mm-hmm. was highly regarded, highly liked, and if one of the, the the better chairmans to to communicate with in a, in the football landscape. Yeah, no, you saw it in Casper Schmeichel. Uh, Casper Schmeichel, his post, his post game 
coming. You could see it, couldn't you? Do you know what I liked about it as well is that the emotion of the impact of what's happened had obviously, he, it's obviously affected him so much, he talked like a real person and that was nice to see. And that's not a criticism. We're fans of that because, away from yeah, the media. media there's too much, problem. in this world, there is too much media trained spin. There is far too much of it. And it drives me mad. All the cliches. Talk like a human being. Yeah, and that's and what I liked as well. They, he talked like a human being. And he should have, because it's a, very, it's, it's a very human emotion and it's a human situation. And it, we don't need spin from it. We just, he addressed it as someone who, was, who knew this man very well mm-hmm. and obviously had a great respect for it. And, yeah, I was really impressed with him. I thought he was really good. As I was the whole Leicester side. Um, I, I've forgotten his name, so apologies. But uh, the referee, I haven't... That's the only downside to this. I haven't enjoyed seeing some of the criticism coming out of the referee. I wasn't even going to mention it, but, yeah. It's, it, I think it is worth mentioning because it's, it's almost been... Sadly, it's been, people have brought it up. Now, yes, Grace scored the winner and he took his shirt off. And he, but you see the ref actually <laughs> wince. You actually see his reaction. Look, I'm sure he would have said, I'm re- no, I, I really, I don't... It's a non-subject for me, in, but people have made it a subject. It's that thing of, I'm sure he would have said, I, I really don't well, want to, but I have to. Um, I don't make the rules. It's, it is a rule. He has to book him for it. Mm-hmm. He has to. So stop making it out like he's done something wrong. All he's done is do his job. That's all he's done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely true. Um... But, yeah, it's a weird, weird one to take because... It was weird. And Cardiff, I thought Cardiff, Cardiff City were impeccable. Yeah, I thought Camarasa really impressed, impressed me that game uh, and they were, they were pretty unlucky. And uh, Demar Gray just popped up the winner there uh, and lots of motion unfolded. Uh, it's, um, you know, happy for Leicester, but on the other side, it's another, another, another loss for Cardiff Yeah, City. look, um, I mean, Cardiff, again, they're another side that I picked to look, go down. I'm not we're, not Christmas, we're not at Christmas yet. Not no, yet. Not I mean, yet. it's eleven games in. I mean, ease up a bit. Shops are putting up their decks, so we're not at Christmas yet. But it is around the corner. I can yeah. smell all the snacks are in, the, in the top pile of Tesco. Smell nutmeg. Yeah, they've lined up their their um, their tins of chocolates from different manufacturers across the tops of the freezer aisle. Yeah, that's the that. sure sign mm. Christmas is coming. They're lined up there. Some people buying. Quality streets in mass. There are oh, look people that stockpiling twiglets. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? No need. No, no need and cheese lets. Yeah, I have nothing nothing to say. Nothing, nothing. I have nothing to say. Nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I'm so sorry, I have nothing to say. Nothing. I cannot say. Quick mention, Chelsea Chelsea. Chelsea. You mentioned Chelsea just just really briefly. Just really want to just glide over there. Just, just, just see what's happening. See what's going on. Um, he's he's got like a resurrection stone, hasn't he? Oh, we love Sarri so much. Nice him and his resurrection stone. Is that, that's that's it. That's the resurrection stone there. Do you want to? There's the light that, on it. Is that? Is that this ready? Yeah. Like he walks in. and He goes, mm. Barkley. Whoa. <laughs> Maratta. Like that. That. That's what it's. That's what it's like. I mean, for you people listening, that's a very visual mm. feature. But for you people watching, you've got a treat. It's very visceral. Yeah. Um, well, look. I mean, we've said it before. What I like about this Sari side is he's he's come in and it's it's very much. If you're performing, if you're doing well, you will stay in the side. Yep. Pedro. 
Mega good. Yeah, Pedro Drew. David Yeah. William. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, we didn't see a handsome Frenchman. He was he was on the sides in a in a lovely hat. All you need Giroud to do is just sit on the bench. That's it. Just just be Giroud. Yeah. Um, the I'd like to see a little mention which I want to just go through is Alvaro Morata. Yeah. A technically astute Great, player. No one should just slag him off. No, well, don't slag him off just yet because it's ex- I think exactly what Sari Sari he's said. Scoring. He's a great player. What Sari said in that in that post match, and mm. uh, it's just it's just really like a little bit of a come on, you got this yeah. because he just needs a little bit of confidence. He will find find those spaces. He's a great striker. Play to his strengths. He's wonderful in the air. He's technically astute. Give him time. He's very young. He will come to come into fruition. Yeah. The problem that Morata's got is that he's just finding his way in that team because there's so many like, brilliant players bombing forward, smashing mm. the wings and stuff. He's just trying to find the level of, does he pull back or does he go in the box? Does he go, does he go short or is finding space? He's great at finding space when he's on his own and he can master that. That's why he scored two. Should have scored a third. I wouldn't beat him up over it. It would have been nice to get his hat-trick or square it to, to Eden Hazard mm. who set him up. But, hey... He scored two goals. He got the win. Job done. Yeah. Like that's it. No one should be harsh on him because it's it's the same. We're, we'll be in the Lukaku loop again of well, deciding no. how good a player he is. Last right season, now. he started the season very fair. well, scoring a few goals, and then people decided when he stopped scoring as regularly that he was rubbish. Yeah, and just it so seemed overnight. It like, was just that like boy's got oh, he's the really best good. Oh, no, he's not. He's got the best caliber in Europe. Like he's got like to be at Real Madrid, you just don't see players saw, with that. I I saw a a bear in mind this last season. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw a West Brom fan saying he's not good enough for our side. They got relegated, and Juventus wanted Morata. Yeah. What on earth are you going on? About? Yeah, it's nonsense. Uh, but Morata's great, and Sari is now Sarri. giving him the confidence and the platform to be. So it is, but at arm's distance. He's laying up the gauntlet. Ah, he's great. And he's saying, go get him, Tony. He's great. And he's doing it all blazing a fag. <laughs> Sorry. We love you. We do. Guys, have you ever had that feeling where you just go, do you know what? I've had enough kids. I've had enough. All the time. I've got all the kids that I need. I've got, if anything, I've got extra than what I need. So what's needed there? What can you do? Blank shot post-vasectomy underwear. Is what's needed. Is that your favourite brand? It's my favourite brand. It keeps you tight. Yeah. And it stops the kids. It stops the kids. So if you think I've had enough kids. Where can I where can I find these? Internet. Mainly the dark Ooh. web, but they're branching out. Blank shot post vasectomy underwear. Dot com? Mm. Dot NZ at the minute. Okay. What are it's they a long story. What are they called again? I'm Blank check them out. shot post vasectomy underwear. Okay. I will look into them. Do you know what we're doing now? No. Look in your pocket. Have you got a ticket? I got a ticket. Yeah. You know we love trains. We're going on the Trans European Express. This is Trans Europe Express. Really quickly, we'll yeah, just pop across. Let's go. Where do you want to go first? It's up to you. It's open. Um, I want to go everywhere. Okay. As well as England for a bit. Okay. To talk about this mooted European Super League. All right. Tell me. Now about it's it. it's been talked about for ages, but now. It's um, football leaks, as it's being called. Hashtag football leaks. Um, German paper, I believe it was the Spiegel. 
Yeah. Spiegel, I believe it was that paper. They have released documents which they have been given or found or whatever. Mm-hmm. WikiLeaks for football. And included in that is the revelation that a number of top European clubs have actually had meetings um, and have they've worded it as an agreement to start a European Super League within the next three years. Which will mean that they leave their, their clubs, their, their league, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champions League, dead. They, so they leave all of that and they form a European Super League. Now, they, there's an initial 11 clubs who would be deemed the founding members. They would be immune from relegation. Those 11, yeah? Those 11 are... Real, Barca, Man United, Bayern Munich, Juventus, Chelsea, Arsenal, PSG, Man City, Liverpool and AC Milan. They'd all leave the Premier League, they'd form a European Super League, they'd leave Serie A, they'd leave the Bundesliga, La Liga, Liga, they'd come in. Then there would be an additional five which are deemed initial guests. They would be able to be relegated. Yeah, The first five would be Atletico Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, Marseille, Inter, and Roma. 16 leagues. The 16 teams, that's your league. They all compete against each other twice each. That's the season. Is that legit? Like, yes. Going to happen? No. That's what's been... That's the, what has been sort of planned and could happen in three years' time. It's just hard to get away from like Champions League, isn't it? Because that is like they would get more money from this European Super League than Champions League and Premier League combined. Well, that in itself is an incentive. For it is an incentive. The problem that I have with this is that judging from those sides, it is extremely feasible that sides like AC Milan and Arsenal and PSG and Man United, based on current form, could finish lower than Atletico Madrid, Borussia Dortmund... But then you've got also got the fluctuations, you know. You've got the fluctuations. You don't like. You don't know how like uh, Inter Milan are going to be. You don't know how Milan are going to be because they've all all had little little blips and everything. Yeah, and but it's just and it's maybe considered insulting when you've got like a lower tier of like Borussia Dortmund and Atletico Madrid as the, they're the guests, the little guests. They can get relegated to a second tier, and then it where does it stop? What are your thoughts? Do they then go back? I think it is. Yet another example of football's super rich yep. just wanting to get more money, not caring about the logistics. fan base, logistics of travel for those fans in the same way that La Liga sold their fans down the, the Swanee to get this American game, yep. um, which doesn't seem as though it's happening. Um, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because Real Madrid and Barcelona have gone, well, we ain't going. And they've said, well, you are. And we're not, are we? And they've gone, oh, okay. Um, but they also haven't thought about the traditions of the leagues themselves and how important that is and the, the Reddit promotion. The one side that kept very quiet on this is Tottenham Hotspur. Why? Because they might actually win the league. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, if this happens, they might win the league. But... No, it's, I think it's ridiculous. Um, can we move away from that and get to proper real football I like that. Should we go like to Italy? Can we go to Italy? Yeah. Um, Should we go to Juve? Do you want to mention Juve? Yeah, we can go to Juve first. Go yeah, they we play, go to Juve first. They're playing right now. They are playing oh, they're right playing. now. They're playing Man United. Yeah. 
they played Cal. Cal I can never. I think is it Calgary or Caligari? Caligari. Caligari. That'll do. Uh, they won three one. No, Liam. Quadrado and Dybala were incredible. They were. I mean, Dybala scored within like I think it was thirty seconds. Good lad. No. Oh, it was Good unreal. Man. It was. It was a, a superb showing mm-hmm. from him. Um, they've. Who did Milan play? AC. Yeah. AC. Well, AC Udinese was. Not my favourite game of the weekend, but it was certainly my favourite last few minutes of it. We have a timeline here because it's worth noting. Um, uh, this is the VAR, which has come into play, right? Yeah, the VAR came into play. So what we have with AC, um, AC Milan to versus just explain what happened. So right. it's nil-nil, it's deadlock, it's nil, important nil. game, big Italian. It's nil-nil. <clears throat> 90 minutes, nil-nil. They put up the board, five minutes added on. Okay, so you're playing five minutes rather than That five minutes comes, Udinese go t- to a man down, get a red card, yeah? So, done, you're off. 96 minutes, and Romagnoli, for, of all people, Romagnoli, the centre-back captain of AC Milan, for some unknown reason, is in the box. And he's not in the box because they've all... And they were they've tapping got around, corner. weren't they? They've... Worked their way up the pitch, yeah, and he's found himself in the area. He then takes a shot, smashes it home. Cue absolute chaos. Goal gets disallowed. Goal gets disallowed. Gattuso nearly busts every blood vessel in his face. (laughs) Um, It goes absolutely spare. Gets sent off. Gets sent off. Get off because he's going mad. Then they go to VAR. And while all this chaos is happening, Udinese are trying their best to get the ball and just go, well, let's kick off. You've said disallowed. Let's go. Come on, it's nil-nil still. Because they're quite low down Syria. AC, if they won this, would go fourth. Gattuso sent off. In all this chaos, the people watching VAR are saying to the ref, we think it's a fine, the goal's fine. We don't know why you've disallowed it. There's no mm-hmm. reason. So they're chipping off in his yeah, ear. Unless that was the end like, of the game. Minute. Unless it was the end of the yeah. game. He's like, in a minute, chill out, in a minute. And then so the whole way going, no, 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 I don't know why you've cancelled that roll out. So Gattuso gets sent off. Then he reverses his decision, 97th minute. And it's given. Oof. It was the most chaotic and brilliant end to a game I've seen for a very long time. And also shows the power of VAR. Yeah, when, it was incredible. Um, Arsene Wenger to AC Milan uh, he, well, he was linked I don't think so now because they are now uh, I still believe they were, they were after this result they were in fourth mm. so I believe that he's, he's got them up they've been up and down uh, the problem with AC is that they have they have spent quite a bit of money over the season another thing that happened in this game is Higuain went down with an injury obviously a lot of money but it's they play Juventus next they see. Yeah. They play Juventus this weekend. There's a lot of harsh runnings, isn't there? Like, like yeah. Juve have got it. Like uh, Man United are coming in. Um, Man United. Monaco. Man City. Yeah, Monaco in a hell Monaco. of a state. Goodness me. Let's move to France then for a bit. Let's go. Harsh runnings. Yeah, the man, the man, Monaco. Thierry Henry has just come in, and it's it's all all, all the ideas uh, of of a Gary Neville at Valencia sort of situation. Bad, bad, don't. It's not happening. It's but just, then Monaco were in a state before it, but they've signed some good players. They've got a very young squad. Now, 
over the years we were waiting for this. I've got a theory about yeah, Monaco. Go on over then. the last sort of few years, when people people have got short memories, now these people, you know, it's like Monaco. Oh well, you know, they, they they're not, you know, they're not that good of a side. It was only a couple of years ago they knocked Spurs and Man City out of the Champions League. They're a great. They were a great yeah, side. They, they still are a good side, but they lost Mbappe to PSG last start of last season, and it was Shall almost. Be. It was almost okay. They also lost back a Yoko, who now has obviously gone. He went to Chelsea, then he's at, now he's at AC. I rate him. Yeah, he's a great player. player. Yeah. He's a superb player. Um, he would work wonders under Sari just to go back to Chelsea. Back a Yoko would be brilliant, but he's moved on, whatever. Um, the problem they had this season was people... So I've heard people say it's because of Tom and Lamar leaving and going to Atletico. I don't think it is. I think it's because Fabinho's gone. I think Fabinho, that's my opinion. I think So Fabinho, Liverpool fans, yeah, if you didn't know, that's where you come from. Basically, Liverpool are to blame for Monaco's demise. Mm. I think Fabinho, Fabinho was the navigator. one constant. Yeah, Fabinho was the one constant who kept Monaco going. He was, all, he was like that heartbeat. Now, he, last season, PSG had an agreement to buy him. And Monaco sort of went, no. Mm. He, was, he kicked off because he said, well, you said that I could join him. They still said no, well, and this said. now they, they let him go to Liverpool. So, you know, but look, PSG, Monaco, sorry, have got PSG next. PSG have just got their 12th victory of the PSG. season. Yeah. Uh, they, equaled, they smashed it. They beat Lille 2-1. That was a good game. <clears throat> are PSG um, in the Champions League, are they bottom now? Or are they, no. are they still in it? Uh, yeah, they're still in it. They're still that in. group. Because that, that was a huge game against um, Napoli. Napoli was it was uh, a research of uh, your man. It was great. It was superb. Well, Cavani yeah. came back on the bench. The Cavani star. Um, no, that group, Group C, mm. you've got Red Star on three points. They're fourth. Yeah. The PSG on five points. They're third. Liverpool on six points. They're second. And Napoli at the top. There's two points. I think there's three points separating fourth and first. Mm. It's going to be tricky. Uh, see the Reese Nelson goal. Yeah, Reese Nelson's superb. We've been, I've been saying about Reese Nelson for. Yeah, check back. Have a literally listen. Literally, all season. Well, well, since, yeah, he got, since, since he got there. Because we kept I'm track of him, yeah, we kept track of saying, Sancho. Even before that, when, we used to, when this used to be a FIFA based podcast, I remember when I used to. We, we did, I was talking about an Arsenal career mode I did, and I said I could sign Lionel Messi on a free today, but I decided to use Reese Nelson instead. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm, just, I'm not saying that I'm a football genius, but I am. Bold words. That's there. what people say. That's right. what saying. We've we've done we've done a bit of Italy. We've done a bit of France. We've done Sorry. everywhere but Spain. Mm. Well, Spain was busy. Sorry. Real Madrid won a football match. Real Madrid did, yeah. They're still Actually, what are they? Like one. six. It's not. It's not hard push. Again, it's not carried away. It's, we're like eleven games in. They they've got to just pull their finger up, really. Yeah. Uh, but it's not to say they they they're down and out. Uh, what I would say is, um, Luis Suarez is absolutely on fire, fire, yeah. fire right now, and he they proved were lucky it. Barcelona. Oh, that was a good game. They were. It was lucky. a huge game. They look again. I don't believe. I think that what happened is just pure force of will just got yeah. through. But. Real Vallecano, you'd be gutted. You would be devastated. Winning 2-1 against Barca 
until the 87th minute. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like, ah, oh, God, they've got Usman, then Bailey, haven't they? And he scores, and then, yeah. oh, they've got Luis Suarez, and he gets the winner. And it's, <laughs> you know, so Barca have got, do you know the mad thing about Barca at the minute is that they are, they've had these sort of struggling results almost, mm. but they find the way to win. Then they also have the results like El Clasico where they just dominate Real Madrid. They still aren't playing Messi. He's still got to come back in. Yeah, and I think they'll probably use him a little bit sparingly until he's at full fitness. Yeah, probably. Probably. You know, I mean, they've got enough depth now. Did you see the Celta view again? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. There were some great goals in that. Yeah, they were. The problem that we had with the Celta Vigo was it was on the same time as another game that I was watching. What were you watching? AC Milan. You watching AC? Okay, yeah, fair enough. All the drama that unfolded. I was watching the AC Milan game. So mm-hmm. you could argue that I watched the wrong one. However, <laughs> yeah. for the last six minutes, I'm glad I did. Okay, quickly jumping over to Germany. I'm just going to just give a bit of a shout out to Borussia Dortmund, who are flying right now. And yeah, it's great to really see. Well. Uh, they they are getting there, like they they're winning consistently, and I think they'll really put put in the groundwork this year against uh, Bayern Munich, because Bayern Munich haven't really hit form just yet. Have they? No, so um, no, they haven't. They are struggling. A um, few other things which are interesting at the minute in the Bundesliga is the dynamic of RB Leipzig, who are doing very well. Yeah, it's almost like, like fourth, potential realise. Yeah, they're in the Champions League positions. Um, they're doing extremely well, RB Leipzig. Um, bear in mind that at the season, at the end of this season, Nagelsmann is leaving Hoffenheim to take over as the manager of RB Leipzig. So that we know that's happening. So it's an interesting dynamic because Hoffenheim are doing a, a very good side, and we're a very good manager, mm-hmm. and he's leaving to go to Leipzig. Um, it's nice that it's laid out that way yeah, instead of like a bit of drama then he hasn't got really time well, so I think that's a good way to make appointments to, yeah that, that, that's they went 4-1 on the weekend Hoffenheim you know yeah. they've done very well but it's just that it's a very interesting dynamic that is very continental I think that's we, what you, you wouldn't get, get that in the Premier League Express. yeah you wouldn't get that's that in the Premier League you wouldn't go oh the only the closest we've come to it is Marco Silva when he was Watford manager and then the talk of Everton and he got sacked for it but we know this is happening. Hoffenheim are really relaxed about it. They're like, no, we get him for another year. Yeah. We're getting good money for him. He's going. It and gives us a year to plan. One of the greatest football minds in, in, the, in the football world right yeah. now. And do you know what? He's still younger than us. Mm. How's that? Fair. Just want to go for a pint with now. Just unbelievable. Just younger than me. Yeah. But yeah, right. Can we uh, go home? All right, should we just, yeah. Let's leave the Trans-European Express. Okay, get off then. I'll open the door. Get doors. off. All right, thanks.